Hello, this is Kenya Podcast Preacher, and I want to welcome you back to Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strength Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in our lives. The title of this message is Darkness. This is a multi-episode series in which this is episode 7 of 7. If Joel or Peter were having a contest as to which described the end times more soundly, I would have to give it to both of them. I already chatted about the sun being turned into darkness. Read it again and know the sun, our very sun, will be dark. A bulb gone out. It's hard to keep a fire going if you can't see the forest through the trees, eh? We need to know who is responsible for this predicted outcome. Who could dare say the sun be dark and have it be so? What climate change are you invested in? Might you want to get right with God before climate change is no longer on the menu? Amos 4.13 For behold, he who forms mountains and creates the wind, who declares to man what his thought is, and makes the morning darkness, who treads the high places of the earth, Lord God of hosts is his name. I may sound desperate, or perhaps I am, given we are so close to this whole worldly mess, coming to a conclusion, praise God for a new heaven and a new earth. Amos 5.18 Woe to you who desire the day of the Lord! For what good is the day of the Lord to you? It will be darkness and not light. You mean there are some of us who desire to see the end and are saved? Hmm, not sure he's talking to the saved. But if he is, you can unfriend him if you don't like his bedside manner. Amos 5.20 Is not the day of the Lord darkness and not light? Is it not very dark, with no brightness in it? Seems like Amos had an inside track on GE Futures. This could even be considered insider trader information. <laughs> Micah 3.6 Therefore you shall have night without vision, and you shall have darkness without divination. The sun shall go down on the prophets, and the day shall be dark for them. We use darkness to keep secrets, to hide things we have and don't want anyone else to know we have them, or those things we do to others, like our thoughts, for example. We don't share what we don't want public. But what if just for one hour per day, your thoughts were randomly shared with the entire world? Chaos would ensue. Why? Because your true self would be revealed and your made-up self would be exposed. And no doubt, if this were to happen, all of us, for that hour, would be caught. You said this, but meant that. You told me I was the only one, but... Where did all that money come from? Who was Sally or Frank? Where did all these drugs come from? I didn't know you had addictions. Your name isn't Bob or Debbie? The list is endless. But so why bring this up, Ken? Because in that secret place standing in the corner of your lies is God. Your every thought is before him, all of your deeds and misdeeds. What you really think. Oh, how our mouths don't line up with what we think sometimes. Well, we say things, don't we? I guess I just wanted you to be aware that though darkness can hide things, it cannot hide you from God. Secrets? Hmm. He knows every one of them, and still you breathe. Darkness is not an escape for you. No matter where you go, there you are, whether the darkness is thick or thin. Nahum 1.8 But with an overflowing flood he will make the utter end of its place, and darkness will pursue his enemies. It has running sneakers. Zephaniah 1.15 That day is a day of wrath, a day of trouble and distress, a day of devastation and desolation, a day of darkness and gloominess, a day of clouds and thick darkness. Boo! 
I don't think Jesus intended on scaring us when he included so much information about this word in his word. I believe we are actually predispositioned to avoid truth. I mean, why else would we kill a perfect man who spoke only of the truth, right? It wasn't for the signs and miracles and wonders that we took him out, right? Hey, you can't heal that possessed boy. To the gallows you go. Nope, as crazy fickle as we are, we wouldn't take out the healer. But tell me I'm a sinner and now you're a fickle pickle. I know that some of you think your passing beauty overrides any sin you may commit, or your money it justifies human abuses. After all, few people could handle the money as you have, right? For some it's your concept of intelligence. For you it's the degrees and the recognition thereof, however small, fake, and or insincere, that you thirst for. You want to be so smart that if anyone comes to you challenging your throne of character, you can take them out with a single wisp of your tongue. Ah, yes, to be quicker on the word draw than your opponent. Just words, right? Nope. Weapons of mass destruction. Words have killed more dreams, purposes, marriages, careers, cultures, communities, human lives, than anything ever will. Darkness houses a toxic alphabet soup of characters placed in such order that if we only could arrange their order, we could speak life and not death. We could speak life over death. Darkness and death, the double D's of fear. Is it possible to face a future that will usher in a darkness so thick that instant paralyzation wouldn't even describe what the day be like? Well, that's it for today and for this message series. Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from it. Together, we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script and kill, still and destroy the works of the enemy and create space for the light of lights to shine through into people's lives. Plant a seed and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time in deep waters.